Join us as we explore what's new in Fullerton School District and share great work from around Fullerton that supports our students' passions and helps them to develop their agency. And now, your host, Fullerton School District Superintendent, Dr. Bob Plecka. Welcome to the Dream Bigger Podcast. Today I have Jody here. And Jody, I was really excited. On Tuesday, we had 18 schools that were being recognized by uh, the state of California. And I'd like you to tell me, what was this recognition for? Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Um, yes, it, this year we had 18 schools that were recognized by the California PBIS Coalition for their um, improvement and excellence in PBIS. PBIS stands for their Positive Behavior Interventions and Supports. And so um, schools have to follow a fidelity measure each year. And when they do that, they can take the ranking system and then apply for status. Um, lots of schools apply and don't get recognition at all, and we were lucky that we had 18 of our schools apply and get recognized. That's awesome. And if I remember right, Jody, you, you've been um, our PBIS coach here for the last year, um, and you've really moved our schools forward. I think it was just two years ago. We only had eight schools that were being recognized, and from, from that uh, time period, about a year ago, went from eight to 18. Um, can you tell me a little bit about some of the things that you did to try to help uh, move our district forward? Yeah, that's the piece that I think is innovative about Fullerton is having that district PBIS coach piece. Um, it allowed me to go in and really just my first task was to establish relationships. So what I needed to do was get to know the teams, get to know their administration, and really just let them see that this is me coming in to coach them and support them, much like an athletic coach would do. Um, I really believe um, my philosophy is that everyone goes from their point A to their point B. And so I really needed the schools to see that wherever you're at is fine. This isn't a gotcha. How do we take you from where you're at to where you need to go next? And getting them to realize that by sharing resources, we can actually grow stronger. So my job as the coach was to come in and help them figure out where they were at um, and to tell them what their next steps might be and to help them along that way to get the necessary resources that they needed to get there. So we're throwing around this kind of PBIS, another acronym and education. It's like, we need just one more. I mean, there's so many of them. And have it for our parents that may be listening, thinking, PBIS? I I'm just not sure what that means. I mean, I'm, I'm a parent. If I were to come into a classroom, what would what would I see in PBIS? What, what would it mean for my kid? Why would it even matter? That's a great question. So PBIS is a three-tiered systems of supports at a school site that actually teaches behavioral expectations and it rewards students for following them. So if students were to go into a classroom, they would be seeing level one or tier one of PBIS. And that would be established expectations in a classroom for the school site. Um, those are what we used to call rules. Now we call them behavior expectations. And those teachers would have taught those expectations explicitly. So Positive Behavior Interventions and Supports, or PBIS, has a system of actually teaching children how to behave. And so we think, well, kids should learn how to behave and at home, and parents should be the ones teaching this. But what we actually do is we actually teach kids through PBIS how to code switch. 
So for instance, respect at church looks different than respect at the grocery store or respect your house. So at our school sites, the schools have actually taken the time and gone to different locations and taught the students what respect looks like in the restroom versus on the playground or when you're working with a group in class. That's just one example of how parents might see that. A second part is they'll see the students being rewarded. So PBIS is big on rewarding students when they do meet those behavior expectations. Well, I mean, some people might just say, you know, respect is respect. But you bring up a good point. I mean, church, the behavior that's respectful in church does look differently. Um, and maybe the respectful behavior in a library might much might be much different than the respect given, let's say, on the soccer field during um, PE. So those sorts of things are, are a part of what you're trying to do. Can you just maybe give me one example of a difference between uh, the sort of behavior expectations, let's say, in a library versus um, on, a, on a soccer or football field. So in a library, one of the things that we would probably talk about was the voice level. And I'm going to use voice levels as a great example. So a voice level um, would show respect by we are silent in a library. If we need to communicate with someone, we whisper. Out on a soccer field or even out at PE or recess time, the students are able to use a voice level that's much louder because they need to in order to communicate with other students. And it's a sign of respect. However, we want to make sure that they're not up in their face and yelling at them. We would then say that's not a sign of respect. All right. Well, I know this PBIS is fairly new, but when you think about it, haven't good parents been doing this for years? I mean, before a child goes to bed at night, there are certain routines and procedures, certain expectations um, that at a certain time the TV goes off, that at a certain time they're going to brush their teeth, that at a certain time they're going to get their night clothes on, and there are certain routines and behaviors that happen. So in some cases, the PBIS, yes, it's new. We have these kind of tiered level supports. But in some cases, it's the sort of things that moms and dads and teachers have been doing really for decades. Exactly. It takes on the known and it just adds more to it because it actually, by having a framework for PBIS, it actually allows us to check the fidelity level. So it's um, the best example that I have for you is if you're trying to lose weight and you weigh yourself every day on the scale. That's your outcome data. How much do you weigh daily? Um, the fidelity data of it would be, okay, I'm not losing weight as I'm going through the week, but then I go back and I look at my fidelity. How many days did I actually stick to my diet. So on the first day, I did really good. I had salad and chicken and broccoli. But on the second day, I stopped and got a cupcake. And on the third day, I didn't go to the gym. And I also went to Del Taco. I had a macho combo burrito. <laughs> exactly. Huh? So what happens is that fidelity piece is missing. And so within PBIS, and what I'm doing as I'm coaching schools is I'm helping them not just look at their outcome data, which is their referrals that they have and their suspension rate, but we're also looking at how well they're implementing the systems, how well everyone at their school site is actually using PBIS on a daily basis to actually improve the outcomes. The ultimate goal is improve student academic success and happy, healthy students in safe environments. Well, it sounds like you've just done a terrific job. We appreciate your leadership in this, and we're hoping to see maybe next year all 20. That's what the goal is. All right. Thanks. Thank you very much. Thank you so much for joining us in today's program, um, our Dream Bigger podcast. For more information, visit fsdinnovation.org. Follow us on social. Just search Fullerton SD on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram.